What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Here's a quick synopsis. Two plumbers from Brooklyn, Mario and Luigi, are sucked underground into a magical realm known as the Mushroom Kingdom, where Luigi is captured by the villainous Bowser. With the help of Princess Peach, Mario attempts to get his brother back. The film stars Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Anya Taylor-Joy, Jack Black, Seth Rogen, Keegan-Michael Key, and Fred Armisen. Standout performances. So this movie has a lot of A-listers voicing these popular characters, so I want to do is look at these actors' history of voice acting. Let's start with the most polarizing figure involved in this movie, Chris Pratt. The minute he was cast as Mario, it was as if the sky was falling. The reason I was fine with the casting choice was because of the Lego movie, where Pratt voices Emmett, and he's really funny in the role. He also voiced a character in Pixar's Onward, which I liked a lot, and I think Pratt makes a fine Mario. Did I want the character to be funnier? Absolutely. This version of Mario is more of an avatar than he is a real person, and that's not Pratt's fault. He makes the most of what he's given in this film. And the voice was not nearly as distracting as everyone said it was going to be. His voice was fine in the movie. He's playing Mario. He wasn't going to sound like the video game character. Pratt will return as Peter Quill for the third and final Guardians of the Galaxy movie. He'll also be in the next movie from the Russo brothers, The Electric State with Millie Bobby Brown, and is going to voice Garfield the Cat in an upcoming movie with Nicholas Holt, Samuel L. Jackson, and Cecily Strong. I don't know why Chris Pratt is at the point in his career where he desperately wants to voice Mario and Garfield the Cat, but I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me as much as it's seemingly bothering you. The man who is receiving the most praise for his work on the Super Mario Brothers movie is comedic actor Jack Black, who had a small role in the first Ice Age movie, but his best-known animated role is as Poe, the lead of the Kung Fu Panda franchise, which to this point is up to three movies with a fourth one on the way. Black has the exact kind of voice you want to hear in an animated film, plus he brings his bombastic energy to anything he does and with Bowser he brings a musical element to the character that you see in Black's other films like High Fidelity and School of Rock. It's really interesting watching him in this movie as Bowser and then watching the Jumanji movies and then you realize that Jack Black is just doing his thing in these massive blockbuster franchises and you almost want to go why don't they make movies around Jack Black anymore? Like, these films are not built around Jack Black. Now, in this movie, he's voicing Bowser. That's fine. What I'm talking about is like a movie like Jumanji, where clearly Jack Black is the best thing about that first Jumanji film with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. Like, why aren't studios making movies built around Jack Black? Because he is still capable of being, as we're seeing, the funniest thing in any movie he's in. But instead of playing the lead, he's being the side characters in these massive blockbuster films and voicing
introducing these characters like Bowser. Like, I'm sure we're close to Jack Black being in a Marvel movie. I will not be surprised the day Jack Black is cast as a bad guy in a Marvel movie or a side character. I think we're headed that way. I love what Jack Black did as Bowser, but it's not enough, and I feel like Hollywood is misusing Jack Black. He should still be the lead of every single movie he's in. Seth Rogen is best known for starring in raunchy comedies, but the man has also voiced a ton of characters in animated films. Morton in Horton Hears a Who, Mantis in the Kung Fu Panda movies with Jack Black, Bob in Monsters vs. Aliens, Frank in Sausage Party, Pumbaa in the live-action Lion King, and now Donkey Kong. And I see a lot of people complaining he's not doing anything different with his voice. Come on, people. Rogan's signature thing is his voice and his laugh. Seth Rogen is always going to play Seth Rogen. He's not a chameleon. I think he is doing the best thing that he can do, which is he's playing a character, he's giving it his all, but Seth Rogen isn't going to ever hide the fact that he is Seth Rogen. He is one of those movie stars. He, the thing that is special about him is him. Rogan's next project is an animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie where he will also voice a character along with producing the film that has an all-star cast that includes Jackie Chan, Paul Rudd, Rose Byrne, Giancarlo Esposito, John Cena, Iowa Debery, Ice Cube, Post Malone, Hannibal Burris, and Maya Rudolph. I'm rooting for this movie because because in my opinion, there is yet to be a good movie adaptation of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Rogan is also bringing back Sausage Party as a television show. I mean, this guy clearly loves animation. One name that got me super interested in the Super Mario Brothers movie was Charlie Day, who voices Luigi, who previously voiced Art in Monsters University, and Benny, a character in the Lego movie who is obsessed with spaceships. And because he gets captured as Luigi by Bowser early on you don't get a ton of Luigi in the movie. I hope that if they make sequels, Day plays a much bigger role in the movie. I mean, who doesn't love Charlie Day? He's the best thing about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He was the best thing about Horrible Bosses. It's like what I was saying about Jack Black. Why aren't there more movies built around Charlie Day? He is always the funniest thing in everything he is doing. It, we asked this question all the time. Why aren't comedies doing any better? Because they're not making comedies led by either Jack Black or Charlie Day, who are two of the funniest people on planet Earth. And luckily, Day is making his directorial debut with the film Fool's Paradise. I hope this movie is a hit. I hope Charlie Day becomes even more famous than he already is, because I want more projects built around Charlie Day. And finally, Keegan-Michael Key, best known for the comedy sketch series Key and Peele brings a distinct and different voice to all of his roles, which include Ducky in Toy Story 4, one of the hyenas in the live-action Lion King, Honest John in Pinocchio, which he was the best thing and the only good thing in that film, Wendell in Wendell and Wild, and now Toad, Mario's companion who isn't afraid of anything and likes to cook. Key is really the only voice actor in the film who is doing anything different with his voice than his normal speaking voice. The Super Mario Brothers movie has really started an online culture war, if you will. Super fans of the game are calling it the movie they've always wanted, while critics are saying the movie is all style with zero sub 
substance. And here's my response to that. I don't understand what you were expecting from a movie about two plumbers who go up against a dragon turtle monster in Bowser. Everyone expects every animated movie now to follow the Pixar model where it's all about the emotions of the story. And I hate to break it to those people, but that model has struggled recently. No one wanted to see Lightyear, the animated version of Interstellar, and you know what people do want to see? Mario, because it's fun. I did see some emotions in the story. I liked how Mario and Donkey Kong were two people who thought they had disappointed fathers. That's about as much of an emotional backstory I need in a Super Mario Brothers movie. Adults are now expecting to go see every kid's movie and think that half of the movie is going to be built around them based on cultural references, based on the emotional arc of the movie, and these studios will make more money if the kids like the movie, because the kids will see the Super Mario Brothers movie, and they will love this movie for the rest of their life, and then they will be fans, and when they continue to make these movies, which they will, they'll bring those kids to those movies, because they grew up loving the Super Mario Brothers movie. That's how this works as a business. One thing I did want more of was humor. The movie isn't all that funny other than Bowser. I wanted the movie to be more playful. I didn't need a character to break the fourth wall or anything. I just wanted more laughs, especially when you have Chris Pratt, Seth Rogen, Charlie Day, and Jack Black in the film. I mean, it should be funnier. The movie didn't really try to be funny. This is something you hear all of the time when people are talking about animated movies or TV shows, that when kids laugh at them, usually the jokes go over their head. Like, I hear that all the time about Spongebob Squarepants. You watch that show with a kid, and the kid doesn't really understand why it's funny, but later on in life, that's when they understand it. That's why people my age are still watching Spongebob Squarepants. The Super Mario Brothers movie is not doing that. It is funny, and the kids know why it's being funny. Everyone understands the movie. There's nothing more to the Super Mario Brothers movie. So yes, in the moment, everyone is going to love this movie, but I'll admit, there probably isn't going to be a huge love of this movie in the next 15 years by the people who saw it. This isn't going to be a movie you need to watch over and over again, because the things that you do watch over and over again, usually there's something more to it. I believe, and I know a lot of you believe, there's not more to the Super Mario Brothers movie. It is what it is, and that's okay. It's not Toy Story where you can watch that now and see something in it you didn't see the first 15 times you saw it. Everything you're going to see in the Super Mario Brothers movie you're going to see the first time you see it. And the people who made it are perfectly okay with that because to absolutely no one's surprise the Super Mario Brothers movie has been a massive hit making more than 700 million dollars at the box office already. It's going to be the first movie of the year to make a billion dollars. It's going to have sequel after sequel after sequel. And because of the film's success, there's been a lot of talk about how Hollywood has finally figured out how to make movies out of video games, because in the past, there have been some big-time disasters, including Assassin's Creed, World of Warcraft, Prince of Persia, and a live-action Super Mario Brothers starring Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, and Dennis Hopper. You have had a recent wave of success with Pokemon Detective Pikachu, the last two Sonic the Hedgehog movies, Uncharted, The Last of Us on HBO, and now a Super Mario Brothers 
movie. Say what you will about it. It is a serviceable adaptation of beloved characters. It pays homage to the game. If you love playing Super Mario Brothers or you love playing Mario Kart or any video game involving Mario and Luigi, you are probably going to love this movie because it was made for you. The failures of the other movies I mentioned are because they tried to do something different. They tried to really make it a movie. They tried to make it more serious. Like the Assassin's Creed movie with Michael Fassbender is unwatchable because it basically has absolutely nothing to do with the video game Assassin's Creed. It tried to be its own weird thing that didn't work out. The Super Mario Brothers movie is doing exactly what the video game does, which is be a lot of fun and enjoyable. It's true to the text. So a lot of people are asking themselves, are we in the video game era of movies? Probably because all it takes is for success for it to be copied over and over again. Do you know why we're in the superhero era of movie making? Because all of those superhero movies were successful. The Dark Knight and Iron Man. Once those movies were successes, they just kept doing it over and over and over again until you get tired of it. And a lot of people are pointing out we are kind of tired of superhero movies and where they are going. So Hollywood is looking for the next big thing and they probably think properties like Super Mario are going to be the things that save them. So now every good video game is going to be turned into a movie. Some of them will be successful. Some of them will be disasters, but it might be the next big wave of studio movies. Because we all know the one thing that movie studios are looking for right now. They are looking for franchises and the Super Mario Brothers are clearly a franchise. Is Zelda the another Nintendo Dynasty going to turn into a franchise? I could see that happening down the line. I think they're going to be careful with it and they're going to make sure that the movies feel like the video games. And these studios know that if you grew up playing these games, at the very least you're going to see these movies. Like I grew up playing the video game Mega Man. If they made a legit Mega Man movie, I would definitely be invested in it. I would definitely definitely see it in a movie theater. Because I grew up playing a lot of Mario, I went to the movies to see Mario. It's just the gift that keeps on giving for these studios because they know we're all the fans of these properties. Even people who don't like the Sonic the Hedgehog movies have seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Look at it this way. Movies like the Super Mario Brothers movie is the best of both worlds for Hollywood because technically there hasn't been a good Super Mario Brothers movie and in the same way, it's also nostalgic because we've grown up playing these video games. So you're not remaking the same movie over and over again because technically they've never made a really good Super Mario Brothers movie. So it's like you're doing something different and something you've already done again. And we all know Hollywood loves to do that and they're going to continue to do that because of the success of this movie. Oscar chances. I would be shocked to see this film get nominated for Best Animated Feature at the Oscars because the Oscars tend to go for animated films that are either emotional like Pixar movies or innovative like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And the Super Mario Brothers movie is neither of those things. It's a pretty standard animated film. Its reward is its box office triumph and that should be enough for this movie. I mean, I don't want to see this movie win Best Animated Feature. It doesn't deserve that. It's fun to watch 
watch. It's a good movie, but it's not going to be the best animated movie to come out this year by a long shot. Maybe a better way of putting it is the Super Mario Brothers movie is not very ambitious. Even though it, we haven't seen a Super Mario Brothers movie before, it feels like a movie you've already seen. Like this movie could have come out in 2005. It's still a good movie. I like it. It's a modern film. But again, it feels like this movie could have been made in 2005 because there aren't a lot of cultural references. The only thing that makes this movie feel more modern than other animated films is the look of the movie. And I think that's the thing that's been praised the most. This movie looks amazing. But that's not enough to win Best Animated Feature. I mean, this isn't How to Train Your Dragon. This isn't like an animated movie that we haven't seen before. It feels like most animated movies. Its popularity is due to the fact that it's based on a beloved video game figure. Overall, the Super Mario Brothers movie reached my expectations. I thought it would be a lot of fun, and it was. It's a good first Mario movie in the future. I do want the sequels to be a bit more creative, and more importantly, more funny. I don't need a character to break the fourth wall or make cultural references, but you got to find a way to find humor in animated films, and the Super Mario Brothers movie struggled at that in that area at times. At the end of the day, I view this movie as a success. It's an enjoyable, entertaining movie that I think most people are going to like, and the people that don't like it are the people that did not like the Super Mario Brothers video games. I think if you are a fan of the video games, this movie is not going to let you down at all. I also have to talk about the weirdest critique that this movie is having right now. A lot of people are upset that this movie is only an hour and a half, that it goes by so fast, and I agree with that to a certain degree. Like, the movie is just go from the get-go, which is kind of annoying. Like, the movie could slow down, but where are we with how long a movie should be? Because if a movie is two hours, it's way too long. I mean, what is the perfect time for a movie to be? Like, there isn't that much there with the Super Mario Brothers. I don't need a two-hour Super Mario Brothers movie, but I don't need it to be as fast as this movie is. I think there has to be some in-between. So maybe the next movie should be an hour and 45 or something. But I just don't understand that critique because when a movie is three hours, everyone's talking about Bo is Afraid, the new movie from Ari Aster, the that movie is three hours and they're like how can this movie be that long but then a movie like the Super Mario Brothers movie comes out it's an hour and a half and we're going how can a movie be this short there are just some people who are going to complain about the length of a movie no matter if it's long enough or short enough and I find those people to be really annoying just watch the movie and at the end of it go did you like that movie yes or no for me I like the Super Mario Brothers movie the people complaining about the hour and a half clearly did not like the movie and instead of talk about the movie they want to talk about how long it was and I think that's a ridiculous endeavor. You're not annoyed by how short it was. You're annoyed that you didn't like the movie. And that's okay. There are animated movies for you that offer more emotionally. There's Inside Out. There's Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. You don't have to like the Super Mario Brothers movie. 
it's okay. But other people like myself liked it. I didn't love it. I don't think it's a masterpiece. It's not going to end up being a top five animated movie of the year probably for me. I like animated movies and I liked the Super Mario Brothers movie and would definitely watch the sequels if there are any in the future. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I recommend you check out the Super Mario Brothers movie. Next week on the podcast, I'm talking about the movie Renfield starring Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage, Aquafina, and Ben Schwartz. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you.